Hey everybody, this is Hunter Williams. Today's gonna to be episode 49 of the NeuroEdge podcast. The name of today's episode is Five Ways to Reduce the Need for Instant Gratification. And that's a little bit of a long-winded title. It's definitely not search optimized. It's definitely not something that you're probably seeking out. However, if you're stumbling upon this video or this podcast, the goal of this episode is going to be one, to lay the framework for how instant, instant gratification became such a normal and press, prescient thing in our society, but also how we can eliminate that, why it's important to, as much as we can, try to reduce the need for having instant gratification and some practical tips that you can implement to reduce the need to be instantly gratified all the time and be hooked onto getting a dopamine hit round the clock. So it's a little bit, again, long-winded title, what I want to do is implement some technical tips and then also some mindset tips that are going to help you reduce the framework of constantly needing to be gratified. And before I get into any of this, as with all of the episodes that I do, I want to remind you that I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to anybody that's listening to this. And I think, again, we're going to talk about it, but instant gratification is something that is, especially in the last 10 years, and even in my lifetime, that has exploded with the rise of social media, technology, and everything. And it's actually, because technology has exploded so much, it's actually bled into other areas of life. So the instant gratification framework and, and interaction that we have with technology has bled over into other areas of life and to how we carry about our daily business and everything. So before I jump on into everything, don't forget, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff, and let me know what you think of the video, if it resonates with you, if you think other people would enjoy hearing this message, help get it out. So like, comment, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. And again, if you leave a review on iTunes or Spotify on the podcast, or you comment on the video, and you're signed up for my Facebook group, you will be eligible for free stuff. I know, you heard, I know you've heard that before, if you're listening to me. If this is the first time, just a reminder. You'll be eligible for free stuff. So don't forget that. And again, the whole purpose of this is to create a micro-community of people that are like-minded, that are looking to optimize their health, improve cognitive function, and just overall be a high performer in life and enjoy their life and enjoy the pursuit of achieving goals because I think that's what all makes us happy. Now let's get into it. So how did this even happen? How did we get to the point in society where especially in the United States or other developed countries where we need instant gratification all the time. How many times do you send a text message? And again, I preface this in my job, in my career as an entrepreneur, I am always seeking instant gratification. So I'm talking to myself as much as anybody on this, but it's one thing that is I try to remove myself and have time to think and be alone with my thoughts. I notice how overwhelming this is and how consuming it can be in your job, in your personal life, whatever it is. I think probably more so than a lot of people's jobs because it creates this stressful environment. But anyway, how did this happen? How did we get here? So I think back to when I was younger and we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have text message. We didn't have instant email. I remember when we had to go on uh, dial up email and it would take up the phone line and you'd have to 
spend five minutes connecting to the internet and then you would go and then when you wanted to go to a website you would type it in and the page would load and it would kind of go down the screen until it load up and then you look on the website and you click and go around so it was much more cumbersome and took a lot of long time now today we have information at our fingertips as fast as we can get it as fast as we want it the amount of information that is being published i think every single day exceeds if you took the amount of content that gets produced today on computers, on videos, anything like that that gets uploaded to the internet or that takes place on the internet, the, con the, the amount of that is greater than the sum of every other day in human history before that. So think about that. That is crazy. That is the speed at which all of this information is changing and happening fast. I'm going to tie this back to instant gratification. And so this is my opinion. What happened is we got into an era where we had cell phones, internet got really fast and then all of a sudden communication became extremely fast between people so people were able to text each other right back and forth obviously calling worked, but having the ability to call someone from your cell phone anywhere in the world and instantly link up with them this is changing the social norms so you see even just texting and calling people instantly whereas before you may have had to go to a phone booth whereas 100 years ago you had to write a letter or send a wire or 300 years ago, you just had to write a letter or use a carrier pigeon or whatever they did back then. Now we have the ability to call people instantly. And this was, this is really came online 10, 12 years ago, 2008, 2010, call people instantly text them. And when you text somebody that's instant and that person sees it and then they text back. So if they're hooked into their phone, like you're hooked into their phone, you're in this instant communication. It's almost like the instant messenger that was around back when we had dialed up internet. You're in this instant communication and you're going back and forth. And then what happens is the communication is so instant, you get hooked on it. Your brain has a dopamine hit when you get that text message back from someone else, especially when it's fast. Boom, you text them right away and they text you back. Boom, instant gratification. Oh, wow, that's really nice, right? That's awesome. You're getting instant feedback from whatever it is. Whereas before, if you wanted to talk to someone that was across the country, you'd have to write a letter, you'd have to do a long distance phone call, and that's how it was. Now, boom, you can be walking around with your cell phone, you can call someone, you can text someone, get instant feedback. And what this started to do, and this is more from my personal experience, I know there's probably scientific data to validate this, but this is just my thoughts. What that started to do is create these feedback loops in your brain where you expected everything to happen instantly. And so it started with the communication. It started with the ability to go instantly back and forth. You think, oh, that's pretty cool. I can just instantly go back and forth with these people. Well, again, this bleeds into other areas of your life. So if you're trying to start a business, you want immediate feedback and you want it now. You want it now and you want to see success now. Well, that's not how the world works, unfortunately. It's not that it can't be closer to being faster and being faster and it's definitely possible and should be strived for, but you have to put in the work every single day. And when your brain is warped into having instant gratification for everything all the time, you think that's going to show up in other areas of your life. So you think that's going to show up in your fitness. You think that going to the gym three times is going to lead you to have a magazine cover body. That's not the case. It's work day in, day out, day in, day out, going through, embracing the process of becoming great at whatever it is. That you want to do. However, if you look into the external world around us, we have text message, we have email, we have all these things 
that as we progressed from 2008, 2010, 2012, 2014, they became more ingrained in our lives. And so you have the ability to get information at your fingertips. And what you do when your brain is getting that feedback and saying, oh, I'm getting information fast, I'm getting communication back fast, you start to think that that's the expectation that everything in your life should be like that. And that's not the case. Again, I make the example of your fitness, your career, whatever it is. I struggled this with this a lot myself because I came from an athletic background. Coming from an athletic background, you get immediate feedback about what you're doing. So if I messed up a play in a game, if I messed something up, I knew, messed up, immediate feedback. If I did something good, boom, immediate feedback. I got it right there and I knew what it was. However, the real world, not always, but most of the time is not like that. You have to put in work day in, day out, day in, day out to get better at whatever it is you're doing. And you have to go through a process and you want the results right away. That's not the case. Anything in life that is worth having, you need to work for. And it's not because you need to be beholden to a puritanical work ethic where you're driving yourself on the ground and you're stressed out all the time, but it's the process of becoming the person that leads you on the journey to where you're going. It's the process of going through that that makes you the person that you need to be in order to be in the place of having success or having whatever it is you want to do. So this sounds a little detached from the idea of instant gratification, but I think it rings true. The way we set up our society with our communication, with our information input and everything we do, we expect things instant. How many times do you text someone and when they don't text you in three minutes back, you think, what are they doing? I know they have their phone. Or now people can see, I have an Android phone, but I think if you have an iPhone, you can see if someone has read your text message and they don't text you back. Does that, does that make you mad? Does that get on your nerves? Do you say, man, I, they saw my text message, they have their phone, why are they not texting me back? Instant gratification. It's the want and need and desire to be hooked in and always be getting immediate stuff back and having little dopamine hit. And I think it goes into how our brains are actually wired. So you're always getting these quick little dopamine hits, whether it's on social media, getting likes, comments, any of that stuff. I talk about that on my channel, right? And you want the feedback and you want positive feedback and your brain feeds off that. And think about dopamine is kind of like, again, I'm not a scientist, but it's kind of like the more that you have of it, the more you want. So it's not, I don't want to say it's a drug because it's part of our brain, but you can actually become desensitized to dopamine. And so if you're doing something like playing video games or getting hits of dopamine really fast, that desensitizes your dopamine receptors. And I talk about this in one of the methods later. That desensitizes your dopamine receptors and you're now wanting more and more hits of that. And so you have to do more and more things that are closer to that. Whereas if you're just present and you have patience, you don't need that and you're just still and your brain is calm and thinking about it. So that's my preface into everything. Now what I wanna do is attack actually tactical ways that you can break the cycle of instant gratification. And again, this applies to every area of life. So your fitness, how, how much you show at the gym and how much you exercise in order to get results. How can you withstand and go through that and go through a process? Your work, how can you withstand and go through a process to achieve results that you want, even when it's hard, even when you, you, you're just burning inside that it's tough and it stinks, but you wanna go through it. And your personal life, whatever it is, goal that you're trying to accomplish for your personal life, when it's tough and you want that instant gratification, you want things better, how do you go through that? So let's get into the tips. Number one is fasting. So fasting. 
And I'm going to sound like a broken record because I talk about fasting all the time. This is my opinion of fasting, though. What it does is it takes your most immediate need for instant gratification, which is hunger, which is the ability to want to put food in your mouth, especially if you're addicted to carbohydrates, like a lot of people are, where you always are going through an insulin spike and crash, and you need food to get you through that, particularly carbohydrates. If you can go through fasting and you can practice fasting and you can get better at it, man, the way that your brain actually changes to be able to remove yourself from instant gratification, it doesn't, doesn't make you completely immune, but the way it's able to change and go from the need for instant gratification to just being calm and still and be able to be patient and be able to withstand whatever comes your way, fasting to me is one of the most amazing ways to do that. And what's cool about it is there's all these different benefits. So you get the physical benefits of it. You get the mental benefits of it because when you remove yourself from that, you actually get a lot more mental clarity because you're not in a state where you're seeking the instant gratification of a dopamine hit. You're just calm and focused and, and focused on what you want to do. You get the spiritual benefits where you become, what I would say is much closer to God, much closer to listening, whatever your spiritual inclination is to listening to what's around you and listening to what comes to you as inspiration. So there's all these host of different benefits. However, one of the most powerful ones I think is it removes the need for instant gratification. So if you can go 24 hours without eating food, 16 hours without eating food, 48 hours without eating food, and you can make it through that, you develop this discipline that says, oh, I don't need the I don't have to be instantly gratified. I can just be present in the moment and be focused on whatever it is that I want to focus on instead of being distracted and pulled in a thousand different directions and constantly getting a, the ping of a text message or an email or whatever it is, a video game, a movie, a TV show, whatever it is, you can remove yourself from that instant gratification. Particularly with the strongest attachment our brain has to food. And so if you can do that, just as having instant gratification of getting text messages and everything tends to bleed into how you see the rest of your life. On the converse, if you can do this with food, that bleeds into other areas of your life. So you don't always have to check your phone because you have patience and presence of mind in what it is you're doing. So that leads me into my next one, which is going to be number two. And this is going to be something that I try to do. Again, I'm not perfect at it. That I really try to make a practice of is creating a one hour bracket from the time I get up in the morning and also between the time that I go to bed at night. So think about bracketing your day, the first hour of waking and the last hour before you go to bed of not having your phone. What this does, the phones are set up in a way to psychologically, psychologically hook you in to all the information on the phone. That's how tech companies make money. That's how phone companies make money of you being on the platform of the phone. Now, we can't avoid this. Much of today's economy revolves around doing it. So in order to provide for you, to provide for your family, to a certain extent, you'll need this. However, we have to use it as a tool. We cannot let it use us as a tool for it, for the technology. We have to use technology as a tool to help our species get to the next level and help us be better humans towards each other. One key way to do that is to not allow the phone and whatever is on the phone to infiltrate the most impressionable states of your brain. Your brain is in the most impressionable thought wave states the first hour when you get up and the last hour before you go to bed. 
when you're going to bed because there's more melatonin, also when you get up because there's more melatonin. So our brain is more impressionable during those times. And if you are feeding it, your brain, with data, just like you would your body with food, if you're feeding your brain with data during those times that is negative, that becomes your outlook on life. It also is creating more of this instant gratification frame in your mind where you're always looking for the next hit. What's the next email? What's the, I get up, what's the text message that I have? Right before I go to bed, I'm looking at my brain, I'm letting my brain constantly go in that. Rather than having calm and peace of mind and setting an intention for what it is that you actually want to accomplish. Maybe it is looking at the next text message. And if that's your thing, then go ahead and look at your phone in the morning. However, I've noticed a huge difference in my life. When I remove my phone, first hour in the morning, last hour I go to bed. Huge reduction in anxiety, huge reduction in stress, and I think it has a lot to do when you're in a stressful work environment or anything like that. You're not inundating yourself and reminding yourself of all the problems that are going on. You're setting the intention for the day and what it is you want to do. So that is a huge proponent. I'll probably do another episode just talking about this in depth and how to really achieve this. Maybe even do some sort of challenge or something like that to really see people how powerful this can be. And again, it's not taking technology completely out of your life. It's just bracketing your day to set an intent for what it is you actually want to do. And a lot of really successful people, way more successful than me, that's where I learned that from and that's something they're starting to implement. So number three is going to be exercise. Again, probably sounds like a broken record. However, what exercise does, again, it's going to change the physiology of your brain to not need instant gratification all the time. So when you exercise, you are going through something that is hard. And particularly when you exercise to the point where you don't want to do it anymore, where it burns, where there's pain, obviously not mechanical pain, but pain in the form of just taxing on your muscles. And for me, I love exercise. So this is not something I have to be told to do. I will go do it on my own and enjoy it and embrace it and love it because that's something that I've always done and I love doing. However, that's not everybody. But when you do this with exercise, just as with fasting, when you exercise to the point of being extremely uncomfortable, you're delaying that need of instant gratification. So say you're doing a plank and you're one minute in, you're two minutes in, and that your body's shaking at that point and you just want to quit. Everything in you is telling you to quit and you keep going. That is changing the physiology of your brain to not have to be insulin gratified, to not give in to whatever it is that a lot of your body doesn't want to, it's telling you to do at that time. You're actually training your brain to overcome your environment and be in charge of your body and tell your body what to do rather than having your body tell you what to do. That sounds kind of weird. And you also want to be in touch with your body. But what I mean by that is training your mind to be in control over your body. So using your mind to control whatever it is in your body. And when you do that, you reduce the need of instant gratification. And just as it, in a bad way, it bleeds into other areas of your life. In a good way, exercise can help bleed into other areas of your life. So when you take exercise and you really focus on it and you treat it as a craft and you treat it as an art form that is to be honored and venerated and you, then you transfer over that into other areas of your life, you don't have to be instantly gratified because you see there's a process of going through things. Most of the highest performing people, most successful in the people in the world have a regular exercise practice because it helps delay this need for instant gratification and it's helped them have the brain that they need to get in order to where they want to go. So get exercise. I know I sound like a broken record all the time, but that is something I think is hugely important and should be in anybody's repertoire for every reason on the planet. Next thing is kind of leading into that. So the power of your mind. And when you're in an instant gratification state, when you're always looking for the next text message, the email, whatever it is, 
your mind is focused on the external environment. Now, I'm not trying to get woo-woo here, but when you use your mind to actually control the intent on what you want to do, you have much more power over the situation. You have much less of a victim consciousness where you think everything is being created by your external environment and you create the reality around you. And I'm not saying that, I think you can take that to the quantum physics level, but I'm saying that just in the sense of how you see the world. When you use your mind to overcome the external environment, you're delaying the need to be insulin gratified by whatever quick fix or quick information is coming in from the external environment. So just as all these things kind of lead into this, using your mind, treat your mind with respect, treat your brain with respect, use it in a way to create the perception of the world that you want to see and that you want to see. One of the greatest quotes, I don't know if it was Gandhi or whoever, but said, be the change that you want to see. Use your mind to control and output into the world the change you want to see rather than being a victim to all the information that's coming into you or saying that there's too much problem, too many problems in the world, too much out there that can be changed. When you use your mind to overcome that, you're overcoming the need for instant gratification. So it has a lot to do with being present, doing some sort of meditation practice. And I think all of these can be looked at as some form of meditation, fasting, not looking at your phone for the first and last hour of the day, exercise. Those can all be forms of meditation. They all kind of feed into the power of your mind. So that was number four. Number five and final and last one is try to be sensitive to dopamine. And when I say this, a lot of the technology that we use in our lives today, again, creates this instant gratification feedback loop where we get dopamine hits. Even if it's something as stressful as work or anything like that, you get dopamine hits when you clean out your inbox. You get dopamine hits when you see text messages and you go through them. So if you can try to remove that as much as possible, whether, whether it's watching TV or video games, try to be more in an analog world rather than a digital world. Obviously, not 24-7 because our economy evolves around much of the digital world today. However, if you can focus on doing more analog tasks and being present in analog tasks and not being a slave to digital tasks, you're going to rewire the dopamine sensors, receptors in your brain to be more in control. And you're not gonna be a slave to having instant gratification because when you remove that, you're actually changing the physiology of your brain. And just as I was saying, we get dopamine hits when we have emails in our inbox and we clean them out. If we can remove ourselves from that for certain times of the day where we're in control, it reshapes our brain into not having this need for instant gratification. So I think that's something that's hugely important. And again, I'll probably do more episodes on this in the future. However, we need to understand that that is our reality today. We live in a world where we're getting a barrage of text, emails, calls, everything from work, personal life, and it can be overwhelming. Our brain did not evolve or get created to process the hundreds of thousands of decisions that we make every single day. So it stresses it out, it creates fear and anxiety and frustration in our brain and creates a self-fulfilling feedback loop where we're in a state of negativity because of this instant gratification. So if you can remove the need for having instant gratification, you're gonna have a lot more peace of mind, you're gonna be happier, you're gonna be healthier, at least that's my opinion anyway. So that's my rant on instant gratification. Let me know what you think and again, this is something that I think in today's modern world, everyone is going to have to struggle with and recognize this and then implement a practice consciously to overcome it. That's something that I am working on personally to try and do and really try to 
make sure that I'm conscious of and whatever I'm doing to try to be more present in the moment and not always have the need for instant gratification because everything that we go through is a process. Everything we go through is learning, good or bad. It's a blessing and it's something that we can take and use to learn from and grow and become the best version of ourselves. So again, let me know what you think. Let me know if you implement any of these tactics to try to reduce the need for instant gratification. And I know I say this on a digital platform, but try to get out into the world and be in the analog world as much as possible, be in nature, take some time. And I think when you come back to the world, come back to the world of instant gratification, when you remove yourself, you're much able better to attack it and use it in a more productive and useful manner that is actually helping to serve others rather than just serving your own need for instant gratification. So if you stay tuned for the whole time, I send you my sincerest gratitudes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And again, if this resonates with you at all, share it and get it out to the world. So thanks again, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.